That's how we're starting. I have to go um, home, I have to work. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start by just mocking Scott. <laughs> All right, we're back. We are. It's part two, yeah. maybe. I don't know. It is. Depends if I cut this in half or not. Oh, yeah. Did you make a mark at the time? I did. Good. So, let's talk about... Probably one of the biggest shit. phone apps that ever got released, ever. Well, it's the highest sell, uh, well, most downloaded on the... I History of the Universe App Store for games I think mm. And I they th- have a Remarkable um, Number of You know Repeat Players mm. uh, They they Beat out Twitter Quite quickly on And some good Porn sites as well We can't do an Evil G podcast Without mentioning porn Like Nope so. <laughs> Nope we'll they, they, they actually got, Was it a thank you message Or not A congratulation message From a certain porn site It's like this particular porn site is the most searched thing on the uh, internet every day. Porn alert, I think. Was it porn? It must be porn alert. Uh, it's always porn alert. But they've got other really famous like, jokes or tweets and all that. Uh, yeah, they and, do that shit all the time. And they sent Pokemon Go, which is obviously what we're Yeah, so about, we're talking about Pokemon Go. A congratulations message for beating them in searches. So There's bound to be, like, Pokemon Go's bound to be views as some like porn shitty story where someone's uh, walking around with their phone and they're going uh, to like, see something in the camera and they go oh fuck <laughs> there will be porno pornamon goes at some states rule 34 I, I've seen a video um, someone made where it's like uh, it's a guy like it's shot from the the point of view of someone playing Pokemon Go and they're walking through the shop and there's there's two women in bikinis and he's walking up to them with the camera pointing on and he just shoves them out of the way. Well, I think we've all been playing it. Yeah. yeah. Every single one of us. Um, unfortunately, I don't play it at the moment because my phone kept crashing. But with the little I did, I, I think know. it was the Sobos just kept You've crashing. You've got a Z3. Three. Three. I do have no, a Z3. The, the I have app, a Z1 compact. Right, so the, the app is really, really bad. It, it's like it's a really bad how many times have you caught a Pokemon and instead of doing that wee sort of thing with the ball oh, yeah. it just freezes that's not my phone that's the app well then, yeah. then sorry it's not the app it's not my phone that is the app and it's yeah. just, it annoyed me but they have kind of fixed a lot of that mm. have they yeah like it is working smoother I don't think they expected it to be as big as it no. was no which no, they no, they, they couldn't have they couldn't have foresaw this this was there's no way absolutely Unholy. massive yeah. Um, and and their servers were not prepared for the influx of people playing. They this were game. targeting the Pokemon audience. They not only got the, they, but then they got the Pokemon audience, and then they got this just the original generation of Pokemon. Not audience. only that, they got people yeah. who've never looked at Pokemon in their lives. That's yeah, everyone, you see, that's when it started to get big, then everyone was talking about. So my brother-in-law, mm. he doesn't know anything about Pokemon, and he was like, "Oh, I think, I think it was a combination of the." the dynamic of what it was it's a real time basically game that you could go out in the world mm. 
Plus, it had the draw of the entire Pokemon crowd, which then combined into an absolute explosion of everyone must try this new thing. Mm. And they couldn't handle it. It was just too much. And, you know, I don't fault them for it. I, I When it froze or whenever the servers were in, I was like, you know, yeah, the servers going down, No, servers going down is one thing, but the app is a bit shitty. Yeah, in general, it's, it's not... I, well, yeah... But for an app, though, it's not like something. You I'm just saying that it's it's badly made. <laughs> it, it, I don't know. Like for what it is, though, I mean, for what goes in, there no, all that groundwork was already laid. What's the name of the game that it is oh, that the guys yeah. did before? Oh, what's it called? Like some dimensions thing, I don't remember. No, but a thing where you would go about using uh, Google Maps data and find like places to take over. For your team, and um, right. No, I, I recall the, the the mention of the game they had done previously, but I mean, still, that didn't really take off as big as this did. Well, no, of course, it didn't. I mean, nothing ever. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, that there's not much to it, really. Oh. I think no, there's still a glitch with the three uh. paw prints or whatever they are that you can't really judge well something's going to be. No. Which I think is really they just hard. messed up on an update with that one. Um, they didn't re- properly. But, it's not returning the data properly from yeah. Google Maps. But when it was working for that like day, <laughs> it, it was it was really good because it reminded you a bit of you know geo mapping or geo geocaching. Geocaching, yeah. My mucker Hutchie actually does that. I've done it in Derry before. There's a few yeah, like, well, fun ones. He that's one of his favorite things to do when he jumps on his motorbike is to go geocaching. That's what he actually made fun of me about when I was playing Pokemon. Was I didn't realize it's called geocaching, you cunt. And I was like, like okay. in Derry, there's some like amazingly hidden ones. Oh, there's some for that. The one under the bridge, you have to like like hang over the side of it and like open a wee bit. Do you remember the one in the wee flower pot just yeah. on the actual? Uh, but what do you get? What? What? So <laughs> geocaching. I know we're talking about Pokemon Go. We'll quickly segue here. Geocaching is what it does. People will leave like a small capsule. Yeah. You open it up and you sign your name. Treasure. You've, yeah. you've found this. You it's sign like your name. Know, you know the little photo film tubes? It's often one of those that we. Hmm. Alright, so hmm. I could literally go out in real time, find something you found, and, be, and see you your sign name. Your name. And go, yeah. Ah, bastard's been here. Yeah, yeah. You sign your name and you hide on, but then you look up geocaching and someone will give you coordinates hmm. and you'll take your car, your motorbike, public transport, whatever, and you go find it. You find it, you sign it. And like in Jerry City Centre, there's a good few about. There's one on the diamond, which I still can't find, and nobody I know who does it can find. So I will say to Hutchie Fee, see if he's found it. <laughs> if you can find that one on the diamond, let me know. Diamond, there you go, folks. Geocaching on the diamond, if you're from Derry, if you're obviously listening to like, International, sorry. I know where it is, it's on a tree, it's somewhere around this tree, and I just can't find it. Uh, back to Pokemon, you said yeah. you're not playing it because of the crashing. Yes. The amount um, of times I caught a Pokemon and the ball wouldn't shake or. It would shake and then nothing would happen. And there was one time I caught a fucking Gengar and it was like, mm. I've lost it now. Oh no, the, the, you, you wouldn't lose it. You don't usually. Did I, you lose it? No, I don't know. The app on this card where the, the Pokeball it catches the Pokemon, it just sits there, there and I have to crash out of the app and the Pokemon's gone. Yeah. Mm. But, um, and then when you load up the app again, it's gone. It's not okay. there anymore. You're but like, see, I, I stopped playing it as well. For relatively the same reason, um, I, I stopped playing it, but just because I lost interest. I but Not I lost. I, I if I had had you know a consistent flow of you know 
access to Pokestops and, and gyms and actual Pokemon that existed in my area, not just telling me they were God there. Damn, I just, then I may have actually continued to play, but the one time I got, you know, to an area which had Pokestops, the, the server was down for the entire day. Right. And I, I went home, came back the next week and was like, you know what, I can't be bothered. I really can't. Mm. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to turn the app on. I just didn't even try. Uh, just don't get me wrong it is a brilliant idea I'm not saying that it's a terrible idea it's a fucking phenomenal idea from a game that started off as a small Game Boy game fucking nearly 20 years ago to develop into this idea well, see, the, here's the thing though that's that's completely separate from this oh I know I know it is I, I wouldn't I guess this ain't the, like this isn't a Pokemon game it, no it's it, I know the, the problem with it is obviously you've so many people using it that you're going to get these crashes but I think the other problem with it is it's the responsibility of people as well how many I've heard of a car crash already because I mean you can't stop idiots from this using is the app they oh. exist and they're going to be idiots regardless of what I honestly the believe that someone's going to cause an accident to sue them to the get money. The only reason they're getting media attention is because they're using this how many, how many while people, they're idiots. How many people crash a car a day because they're texting? Mm. That's true. You don't hear about them all the time. It's just a, that Pokemon yeah. Go is, is the thing at the minute and that's why that stuff gets exposure. But I've heard like, like loads of positive stuff about it. Who, oh yeah. You just sit in all day and don't go outside and... A reason to go outside for them now, and a reason to See, exercise. I was going to mention that it's a fantastic incentive and mo- mm-hmm. and, and social app. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go to a park and you see someone looking at their phone. They're playing Pokemon Go. You know they are. I walked. I walked up. I the think town last everyone looking at their phone. Here. <laughs> I walked up I to the town. Um, and I just randomly walked past the guy who was walking his dog. Had his phone right in his face, and I thought. He's probably playing Pokemon Go. So I took a jig over my shoulder as he walked past. That's exactly what he was doing. Pokemon Go. But it's a great social app. And I think it'd be great for families. If you had kids around the age that, you know, could reasonably understand what they were doing and had their phones, go out as a family, go to the huh? park, catch Pokemon all the time. I think a lot of people I've seen are like our age, so. See, last week, even Tuesday, we were all walking around, spent St. Connors Park, lay down, and one of the wee sort of Pokestops I put on one of them lure modules within five months the amount of random people families that came up to the same area as park and just sat around us same, and then you it. rob them yeah. then you, that's when you rob them that's take their like, phones and run broke out the airsoft kit <laughs> <laughs> drop the phones <laughs> but the has been days that I'm like out and I'm obviously doing like say if I walk quite a bit and I cycle everywhere which is amazing if you want to have jigs because you, you can only go like I guess 20 miles an hour yeah but if you're on your bike you'll go in like fast enough that you'll cover in speed but not too fast but um when I was out there was all these people and like they'd all like kind of look at each other like hey no children everyone does how we look hey <laughs> <laughs> we're idiots oh we're catching the Pokemon but then like quite a few people did talk to you as well they were like here I call it such and such like over there like if you go over you could probably get it so I've talked to so many people just no it's a fantastic app it's great and the thing is if you don't like it Fair Fine. Yeah. Not for you. Shut the fuck up and let other people enjoy it. Yeah. What I would love 
if they had put like you know the actual Pokemon battling system in it instead of that uh, bastardized that would be fun thing instead of the, in the, the you know swipe forward swipe left swipe forward, give me left. give me the four moves and let's have a I haven't battle. actually got into a fight that I have not if, if you get into a gym you basically have two things you can do you can swipe forward to attack or you can swipe to the side to dodge right and your blue meter will fill up and then you can use your special that right. is it that is the combat Oh, what see, I haven't even gone on the fight. Yes, I didn't know I accepted. I know you're bored. What I don't get is, like, how much have some people been playing? Because those things mm-hmm. are super piled up. Like, yeah. it's, it's a grind. It's it, like any game where you just have to constantly keep going and keep going. Figure mm-hmm. out which Pokemon will gain in the most CP from leveling up, which ones won't, which moves, types you want. I mean, if you play the actual Pokemon game, there's an entire subsections of development inside, you know. Pokemon and different stats and breeding yeah. that that most you know normal players won't even think about. There are people in there that actually go searching for Pokemon with specific moves or specific natures to evolve the perfect Pokemon in that species or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I play Pokemon, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I just pick a Pokemon I like. I level it up. Recent games, they've actually exposed that stuff a lot more to people. It's like uh, in the the last generation, which was X and Y, and then the uh, the, uh, the release games. They actually, I and they actually tell you what each stat. It's got it's got a. You, what used to be a hidden stat next to it called an EV, which is attached to the speed, the, um, you know, attack, or no, whatever Each of the stats. Um, uh, each of the stats has, has, a, has a number called an EV, and you can train, you get certain EVs from defeating certain Pokemon, um, um, and it's basically exposed all that stuff in this, this recent generation. So, so you can see out there, though, that, well, that money was fucking bollocks, even on that hand. Trying to that shit with DS, it was fucking so annoying. I think what we're getting at is the game's getting control of the thing. Very complex for people that actually spend the time to get uh, into them. The thing was with this with Pokemon Go though, it's not that dif- difficult. Like you can look it up, but these people must have had to walk shitloads. Like that's <laughs> that's like the logical way to get up levels and to get yep. to a lot of the good uh, Pokemon Pokemons. What's the plural? A lot of the good Pokemon. Pokemon. Poke- I think Pokemon is plural in itself. Yeah, a lot of the good Pokemon you can't really catch them. You have to hatch them in eggs. So they must have been getting like ten k eggs, and I'm mm. walking like ten k all the time. Well, I mean, it's not that difficult. I mean, I caught only five k and two k eggs in my daily life. I could hatch. You know, if I had two incubators going, I could hatch two, three. You know, it's bullshit. Is you have to have the app running. Uh, yeah. 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 on your phone yeah. battery saving it's not too bad yeah. upside down if they start the I, but I don't like up. walking around holding the phone upside down no, yeah. the thing is if, if you turn your uh, if you if you turn your phone so that it doesn't like go into power saving or whatever after so long if you turn that off then you turn the power saver on for Pokemon turn it upside down stick it in your pocket it usually you works for start me pushing buttons in your pocket. that's the problem with my phone I have these little arrows at the bottom and the first time I ever tried to do that I ended up calling was it my mum <laughs> and she just heard nothing but my ass See, as I walked I up like, the street I like multitasking so like I'll like text and walk or like do something else on my phone 
and walk. So mm. see, I, I, you can't go on any other things. It's like say someone messages me, you kind of have to go I have off. An and incredibly energetic dog. So I just I usually I stick Spotify on and I stick Pokemon on. <laughs> you just touch the him and let run. And I just went for a walk and and when I came home, you know, I had eggs hatching, so it wasn't that, that big of a deal. Hi on. How did you have Spotify and Pokemon run at the same time? Because I tried that one day, and every time I loaded a Pokemon, my Spotify stopped. No, you, no, you, you just didn't. go back and hit your Spotify on again. It will stop it initially uh, when you uh, launch the app, but you just go back to your Spotify, hit play, and it all... Yeah, I was all fucked up. I'm listening to Chrome Division, enjoying <laughs> myself, and load up Spotify, the music stuff, and I was all, well, fuck you, Pokemon, Chrome Division once. <laughs> so, uh, on the with the release of uh, Pokemon Go, obviously a lot of people got... Uh, a lot of investors got a little bit overexcited and started uh, buying Nintendo shares. I can see where they were thinking that. They were like, obviously, Pokemon's related. A quick to Google search would have told them what they needed to do. Not know. even that. When you load the game up, Nintendo's name is not on Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's Niantic. If you think about it, though, if you were smart, buying Nintendo stock early on at the start of that before it jumped was a very clever thing to do. You're like, it wasn't people clever because Nintendo had fuck all to do with it. Nah, but people are going to be idiots. People are going to assume it's Nintendo. If I buy it now, it's going to skyrocket. Then I'm going to sell it and then it's going to come back down. <laughs> I just made a shit ton of money because people are stupid. Why weren't you my financial investor, Scott? God, I didn't God. do it either. <laughs> I was too busy laughing at people. So that's the story. That this is pretty funny. Like is, Nintendo's share prices rocketed because people started buying. At one point, they were worth more than Sony. More than Sony. Yeah. The Nintendo had to come out and go, oh, "Guys, we this this we not didn't make this. This will not impact our financial uh, forecast because we've already factored in any money we will make from it." So, uh, so no matter how much people do the microtransactions, Nintendo were making. Well, they have forecast a certain amount. Um, obviously, the, it could go up over that. But, people are claiming not, that not Nintendo already has made $20 million in microtransactions alone. Nintendo will get a cut of that. A small cut? like Yeah, nothing to really affect their, their hmm. financials in any big math. That's all going to go to, what do you call it, Nintendo? Yeah. Niantic and the Niantic. Pokemon company it's still a good publicity for I'd them say yeah. the Pokemon hack is going mean, right you know what which means this can only do this can only improve sales of Sun and Moon mm. when they come out yeah. no, it's the thing is you're going to have a resurgence of the anime oh, the even toys I'm watching the anime again. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is going to be a huge thing for Nintendo. You got Why? people looking to play the original games again, and you've heard about the follow. The anime is infuriating. Yeah. Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu, yeah. You're that sound. Who's voicing him? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. That's it. Danny DeVito is voicing a Pikachu. Danny DeVito Detective is Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Is it Danny DeVito it's, just it's saying Pikachu? Pika? No, 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 no. It's he Danny DeVito speaking English. This Pikachu. It wears a wee Sherlock hat. Yeah. An investigator. So it's literally just a movie about an investigator that happens to be a Pikachu? Yes. With Danny DeVito's voice? It's a game. No, it's a film as far as I'm aware. Anyway, regardless of where this goes, just the fact that it is Pokemon is going to impact Nintendo Nintendo more than their. You know, probably factoring in just from the no, game. They, like they know that it, and they'll, they'll have no, figured all this out. No, what I do love about it though, like I haven't played Pokemon since Blue. And, <laughs> and like. I, I knew all the original ones because I had the Pokédex so, so I know like the 151 like original kind of ones so it kind of I feel like I'm in the know because I, I know them all mm. they are going to start releasing all of the so all next generations 
So I, I think <laughs> that the popularity may wean a bit once they start doing that. I'm already kind of uh, because it. people, yeah, people. The novelty is wearing I, off. Very yeah, their their daily active users, I'd say, have to have come down by now. If I don't get my missing, no, I'm not happy. That's how hipster I'm going. <laughs> Why? Why do you want a missing? Because it was fucking class. Isn't Did you ever catch a missing though? And use like it in multiplayer. The kung fu one. No, missing though is the glitch. Oh right, no. I caught a missing note and I used it in multiplayer and I won instantly because the other person's game didn't know how to react. <laughs> and I was sitting in, I was fourth year in school and I was just all yes. And my mate thought by using a missing note I was going to corrupt his save file and all. I was all fuck you, I'm the man. <laughs> I remember um, the card game was actually popular when I was in first uh, and second. Mm, I enjoyed this one. No one actually played the game. Yeah, they just they just traded the cards. Really? My missus actually has a, she actually because of the popularity of it all though, she actually forked out her old cards and she was asking me if any of them were worth any money and she has two shiny Charizards, a shiny Blastoise, and a shiny what is it what's the fire tiger thing? Arcanine. Uh, Grogu. What does that evolve into? Arcanine. Arcanine. Thank you. Shiny. So here's the thing with uh, Pokemon cards and rarities. They're very much tied to what's used in active competition. Okay. That's the same with Magic Gathering. Ricky. So when when something goes out of so all is this the like the first generation? Oh, of I know, Pokemon the cards. First so none of those are worth matter of fuck anymore in in the active competition. Competition. So the problem. So there are some Quite exceptions. And then, some if you're selling like a complete set together, you get some money. You might, yeah. Um, I think some like some Charizards can be worth a bit. They have to be a, like a first printing and oh, all that. In general, collecting e-trading cards. Hey, if they're worth one, that's probably my first bike. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that. E-trading <laughs> cards isn't usually a, a, a good idea unless you're actually actively going to use them. Mm. The whole point of the, the the dynamic of the card game is they make more money by re-releasing and releasing new cards that can be used. Mm. Yeah, they have full control over the rarity of things. Like it's. Mm-hmm. Like as well, you'll get um, especially in Pokemon. Like I, I played it for a while, a couple of years ago, and one of the uh, the must-have cards was a, a Mewtwo EX, um, and I pulled that out of a pack. Not only I pulled a Mewtwo EX, I pulled a full art foil, like really limited card, um, and then what they did. Are you saying it's in this house right now? Yeah. Right, we know what we're doing with this podcast. On <laughs> so, I I built a deck around it uh, and everything. But what they what they did with the cards is and what they would usually do is like they would have that super rare card first that come out in packs, and then later on they will would release um, these tins where you could buy basically uh, another version of the super rare card, just so you could an easy way to get one, so you could build a competitive deck which then makes the price of the card go down because they're much easier to get if you don't care about the actual you know the actual edition or the mm. the printing if you don't care about the full art nonsense um, but yeah so it's you can look into it 
Uh, there's ways to tell, like, you know, is it a first printing, is it not a first printing, but mm. if it's not a first printing, then you're pretty much holding a worthless piece of card. <laughs> most of most oh, times. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about the NX, since we're talking about Nintendo. Since stuff. We're, at, we're on about Nintendo. So, actually, I'm not going to lie to you, I haven't actually done a bit of reading about it. The only thing I know is that it's they're talking about it's going to be a hybrid. Yeah. This is the world's first games console that is still handheld yes so from what I've been reading I'm playing Zelda uh-huh. and oh, forgive, the, forgive the example you're playing Zelda I know I know <laughs> forgive the example I'm playing Zelda and I need a shite but oh. I don't want to stop playing yep I pull the pad out I go up to my toilet and I can still keep well, playing well technically see you could do that now the NX seems to be what the Wii U should have been from the very start and what a lot of people probably thought the Wii U was and why there was such disappointment around it. Right. So, like, uh, you could be playing on a Wii U on your TV mm-hmm. and you could... Need a shade. Need a shade. Hit the button to put put gameplay onto the screen on the controller yeah, and go somewhere in your house as long as the controller is not out of range of the console. Mm-hmm. The NX is going to be where the entire console is just <laughs> the controller. So... It will be able to dock to your TV, so it can output to your TV. Right. Or you can just play the entire thing as a handheld and take it with you wherever you want to go. What size is this thing? So it's essentially, don't know. Don't it's know. essentially a DS that will allow you to play on TV. Yep. It is It is Nintendo saying taking their handheld stuff, taking their console stuff, and just saying, fuck this, we're not going to make them both anymore. Just Here's my problem straight well, off the bat there. No, I understand where they're going. They they cornered the market in handhelds. Yeah. They're weaning in the consoles. They thought, you know what, let's just... As personally myself, I'm a big fighting game fan. Yeah. This is not going to be for me then. No fucking fighting games on a Nintendo console anyway, so you've nothing to worry about. But, like... <laughs> Unless you want to play pocket. Well, I want a second pad. I need to buy a second console. Okay, so I don't know how that is going to work, but so there's Dude, there's Mario Kart like there's going to be no how your jets. There's other details. Hold <laughs> my jets. Right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so two things. First, when you're in your uh, handheld mode and mm-hmm. you're out and about, there's going to be a control. Uh, detachment on each side, so the normal controllers can two parts can pull off the main console so you'll have a screen and two separate controls so you can play two player on the go so like the the two sides of the, the handheld will detach so basically making what looked like from the sketch two little Wii controllers whereas like a, a D-pad right I was about to ask is there going to be two sticks and two sets whatever way they'll design it yeah they'll have to be identical on each side obviously right gotcha gotcha, gotcha. what you're saying is the separate pad the reportedly it will have like a, a port on it that can plug in other controllers so you can like you know no the they will do backwards compatibility with their no they're not it's doing backwards oh you mean with their controllers the pads I mean yeah pads, the pads I mean. yes but not the games oh no so, that's fine that's fine I mean the pads like the classic controller and all that there they have the, for the Wii U and all. No. well the thing is the reason um, sorry what are you going to say the controllers like with the Sony if I were if I had my uh, Vita and I came to you and you're playing places before you only have one controller I can take my Vita on and use this controller as well mm-hmm. it doesn't just because the console is you know I have the console doesn't mean you can't have another controller to port into it no but if sorry the way Colin uh, unfortunately described it was I thought because this 
con- this controller is the console, I thought, well, that's only one pad, but now you're saying it breaks apart. See, so you could, well, well, that's when you're on the go, uh, like, assumingly, when you've docked it to the TV, it has ports on it, yeah. you can plug separate controllers into, like, full controllers. Hmm. Um, the reason, I was saying, the games won't be backwards compatible, compatible is because it's going to go back to cartridges. So I've been hearing. Now, this is the rumour I've been hearing. It's fucking insane. Uh, now, hang on. Well, I Tell them we're fucking ages now. They're stopping consoles and let everyone else just play their games. That's <laughs> <laughs> twice you've said this in podcast, and I agree. I agree. But, so they're going back to cartridges. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong, it'd be class to see zero loading times again. Because cartridges don't need loading times. Now, when I say cartridges, you know what it's probably going to be is, is an SD card in a plastic case. That you're plugging in and playing that way. Not real Looking at Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Fingers that crossed. Is. So another bit of information is likely it's very well. It's almost certainly that the uh, the innards of the the machine are going to be running uh, Nvidia's uh, Tigra X One. I think that's what it's being built on at the minute, which is a chip that they use. It's a processor used for uh, mobile devices, such as tablets and stuff. Um, so graphically, it's going to be okay. Yeah, uh, I think it'll still be um, considerably powerful enough for a handheld. It's not going to compete with a PS4 and Xbox One. It's just not. PS2, late PS2 pair probably. No, PS3. It'll it'll out outdo the uh, the 360 and the PS3 and the Wii U. But just not match. It, it won't match them. But that's not. never that's never been. That's not that. That's not their thing. It's not. Uh, I don't think it should have been Nintendo's thing ever Nintendo were always like the family friendly console Nintendo 64 they, they sort of tried to push it for some reason as we mentioned earlier they tried to be the big boys and it didn't work Nintendo's biggest selling point was their games the, yeah, the, 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 their exclusive games yes that had the massive you know fan base Game Boys as well you Game know, Boys are always fantastic again yeah, exclusive yeah, games on Game Boy Pokemon. Pokemon. They're, they're not going to compete in the same market as Sony Microsoft they don't want to compete they, they want to create they. their own market they don't need it. Um, the thing so is, if you're not a Nintendo fan, that's fine. Nintendo don't care. But if you are one of their boys, they will make the console that you want. They will give you the games that you want. Yeah. And that's what they want. There's a lot of great games that come out on the, the 3DS. Um, you know, like your, your Fire Emblems, your, uh, your like the Pokemon games, you know, really good stuff like that. I don't like playing on handheld, so, so that's the reason why... I'm re- I'd be really up for this because like I can then play those games Nintendo's only got one console now, so all those great games are going to come to the mm. NX which I can then plug into my TV and play I have really good handheld games that have blown me away there's some really good games on the, the 3DS uh, well actually there's a game I've always wanted to play on the 3DS and I've never got around to playing it because Luigi's Mansion on the Cube yeah. was fantastic and the sequel was only on the 3DS and I've always wanted to try it I fucking love Luigi's Mansion and I'd love to play, I'd love to get a 3DS and play the sequel but 3DSs are still nearly £100 pound. really? I, and I'm sorry for one game that's a bit well, a new 3DS will be about £200 pound. if it ever if Did the price ever moves down the 2DS? again they're still nearly the guts of 70 80 quid and I'm sorry just for one game See, that's the thing. Um, I really only buy Nintendo for Zelda. Hmm. And, you know, they haven't re- been forthcoming with Zelda. <laughs> so, 
Like, when you leave, boys a bit older, it's such a family kind of console. Oh, no, he'll have a Nintendo. He will. Um, it's not a question of, you know, if there's games available. He's he's a Zelda. Zelda. Mega Drive. He's Zelda, is he? You told me a Mega Drive. I love one of those, too. Good. Uh, <laughs> New Zelda is coming out in the NX. What's it called again? Uh, something to do with wind. See, that, I don't that's, that's Zelda has something to do with it. Pretty much, you know, a guarantee, as long as they don't completely bomb the game. That's no, a guarantee. What? No, have you seen it? That, not yes, even I have, but I'm not, you know, that's See, pretty it, much it, a guarantee that I will buy that console. I'm not I even a Zelda fan, and I know game. there's never been I a mean, bad Zelda when game. When it came down to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, I didn't get into any arguments over which one I was going to buy. I bought the one that had the game I wanted to play. I, had, I bought the one that had the people, you know, people playing the games. That what I was the game you wanted to play? I wanted to play the next Infamous. Ah, good shot. Yeah, no, so, not really. That's well, <laughs> that's almost good. I wanted to play it. I enjoyed Second. It was on the console. Mm. It was a console that my um, friends were playing. So, but so NX. I'm trying to think. Right, Nintendo have got obviously you've got your Mario's. Again, I hate to be bastard, but it's good games. So you have your Mario's. Why do you hate them? He's a Sonic man. No, it's not to do. As I explained a couple of podcasts ago, we had a Nintendo first, and I didn't give a shit. I wanted to go outside and kick a football around, and then when my dad got the Mega Drive, I played Sonic. Insta nerd. So Sonic is the reason I'm a gamer, and that's why I'll never Insta-nerd. give up on the bastard. I'll never give up on him. Which is actually a good segue to Sonic Mania and no, Project no, Sonic. we're not done with the NX. I know, but I'm just saying that is that's an upcoming segue. Then no, I, I just uh, I just want to be funny. Say like there's a when we were talking about power there's a lot of people out there that were saying oh that this time Nintendo is going to uh, release a console with, that's going to blow the PS4 in the water and all and it's like that was just fucking <laughs> diluted nonsense ah it is see the, the thing with the power of this it's going to be lacking a power compared to those games but if you think Nintendo are the masters of getting everything out of a console I agree with if, that you think of the Wii U if you look at the like I said um, Xenoblade hmm. Chronicles that game looks absolutely gorgeous and it's just it's running on a Wii U hmm. which is oh, you're talking about power right yeah. how many games can you mention on a PS4 that have pushed it to its limit what to have it chugging and coughing and wheezing and falling over how many games can you actually go and go fuck that is it doesn't look great exactly. but it has the thing fucking exploding Mancer's is fucking dying have not he probably need to uh, replace the the do you get the random beeps uh, stuff uh, no, yeah. I'd be worried about that. When you get when you're playing a game, do you get the random beep? No, no. That, that, no, no. Oh, I get that one playing all the time. The thing is, um, a game doesn't. Apart have because to, you don't close Netflix. A game doesn't have to look, you know, over the top, unreal, realistic, fantastic, gonna blow my head off kind of Talking graphics. It just right, has to be a good game ah, but just, you're saying about the power and, and how Nintendo can get everything out of a console and there's these people out here going oh Nintendo should you know try and beat the I power I don't know why people want but I'm, I'm, how many companies have actually yeah. pushed the new consoles to breaking point uh, the new consoles are at the breaking point Really? You yeah, that's, no, why, really? that's that's why they're releasing a mid-generation. Well, uh, VR is the reason they're re- no, it is not. It's because those things have been already taken as far as they'll go. No, hang on, no, no. I'm, I'm right. Let's look at PS3 is my example here, right? 
How many times had companies said, we've pushed PS3 to its limit. Ah, oh, this is as far as it's going. And another, oh, this is as far as it's going. And then The Last of Us came out. And I fucking hate that game. But graphically... See, that's the thing. Naughty Dog are very good at it too. Naughty so Dog are very, not, very good. Go look at Uncharted 4 as well. I've not seen that they're, in action yet. Really, really I hear it is incredible. What with that new fucking zombie game that's coming for the PS4? Beyond. With the fucking hordes. They fucking... Uh, looks like it's... I got fucking fun with Uh, World War Z. Like, like World uh, War Z zombies. Looks, looks, looks fucking looks, good. Huh? It looks like boring though. It's just like the swarm know. engine looks cool. Uh, but look, that's what I'm. The power though is the. You can sit and talk about the power of a console, but if the developers don't push it, what's the point in having such a powerful console? Like the you said yourself, Nintendo are the best at getting the most out of it, and I will dare say that there'll be games on the NX that will. M- probably show some PS4 and 3 and Xbox One games up because Nintendo will get the most out of what they've got yeah they'll, they'll build it cheap but they'll make the most of it hmm do you know this is like going way back but E3 the God of War trailer mm-hmm. do you see how many secret wee fucking small glimpses of shit there is not there holy mm. fuck I know the, the, there's the video of the guy showing yeah. you it's fucking mad so what about Sonic Man fuck right I'm guessing I'm going to be the only one. They, they had their, their silly wee Sonic's 25th anniversary. Silly. Silly. See this? I have been a nice guy and complimented Mario. And now this <laughs> cunt is going to have a go with the blue blur. 25 years. 25 years of Sonic. Mm-hmm. How many of those years have actually been good? Right, let me ask Three. you a question. No, 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 no. Name me. Name me five bad Sonic games. Everything except No 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 Name me five bad Sonic games. I don't games. know the names of them all. Well then you're no good. Right? <laughs> you're no bad. No. Sonic Adventure. No. It so got Sonic Adventure this 2. That's like the best one. Right, here's the deal. Everyone loves this shit on Sonic, right? You go to the fucking review scores for Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 and they're in the 90s. Alright? Critically acclaimed games. Alright? I will name you yeah, a couple of play those games. Sonic Adventure is fucking badass. Sonic Adventure 2 is incredible. Everyone here knows that you can't base a game on a critic review. No, no. Critical acclaim. Not a review. Acclaim, alright? Sonic 06 is terrible. I will put my... I fucking hate Sonic 06. It should never have been even thought of, alright? Do you remember Sonic the Hedgehog on the 360? It was the first... Oh, the one with Shag's gear, then? Yeah, the one where Sonic gets laid. What? (laughs) I played through the game, Sonic gets laid. Which is actually something Mario's never done. But... Like a human... (laughs) No, I, I. Sonic's human. Something Mario's never done. But the point is, it's a terrible fucking. Well, well, no, it never gets laid. Mario never gets laid. Wait, wait. It's implied. It's no, it's not. He's going to the entire game looking for. Yeah, you're going to get something. He never even gets a kiss. Yeah, bestiality. He never even gets a kiss. I thought he kind of liked Amy. No, he hits her. Aye, but they can't, she can't. No, I can't stand her. <laughs> I thought that was a bit her. of a frisian now. That's well implied in Sonic Adventure 2. He's, like, will, he's willing to let Dr. Robotnik kill her at one stage. Discussing yeah. the no, deep lore of, of Sonic. Sonic. Sonic Adventure 2. That's it's when they had all the black... The black hedgehog. Yeah. Shadow. Yeah. Yeah. That was the introduction to him. The point is, right, Sega have obviously listened and they have started making this game and I can't wait for it called Sonic Mania. And it's literally 2D sprites pixels and it looks fantastic it's literally Sonic 1, 2 and 3 put together with nice wee artwork on it and I can't wait for it it just looks so it's a retro game yeah retro is in retro I'm saying 
We're please sorry. Buy, please buy our Sonic game. Remember please, this. Please Remember this. your childhood. Buy it. Remember you used to play this. It's still good. It's still good. Sonic never got bad. It's just two haters. I don't hate Sonic. You do. I just lost interest. I'd love to play a good Sonic game, but there isn't any there. Sonic Generations. No. Why not? That just give you a good Sonic game. I'd love to play a good Sonic game. Play this one. No. What did you you just contradicted yourself? Sonic. Why did you ask for a good Sonic game and then not want to play it? I said good, and you said Sonic Generations is incredible. I'm not saying that that the newer Sonic games are bad. I haven't played them. I can't judge. But for me, Sonic just didn't exist after he added an, an extra dimension yeah 3D 3D isn't it yeah I just didn't enjoy it play Sonic Generations no yeah but even the, <laughs> recent, even the recent 2D games have been you can like, fucking tell Sonic, you two are brothers anyway Sonic here's a good Sonic game no Sonic 4 is bad as well Sonic 4 episode feel, 1 is bad Sonic 4 episode like 2 is a bit better but anyway so they've also obviously taken the success of Sonic Generations you too. I'm making air quotes. <sighs> and they're doing a sequel to it. So Classic Sonic and Big Sonic are together again for this new one, and I can't wait for it. I think they're based on... So remember they, the, they were talking about oh, Classic Sonic and... Uh, new Sonic. Uh, modern, modern Sonic. Sonic. Um, they've done this before for us. Sonic, Sonic Generations. Sonic Generations. So what, what is Modern Sonic... Is it um, Sonic is this adventure period no, Sonic? Right. Or is this I'm gonna wrap bandages all around me? No, that's Nintendo making a Sonic game. Thanks, that Nintendo. Was Nintendo uh, game. What was what was the only console that was on? Anyway, um it wasn't Nintendo made it, it was Sega. Nintendo endorsed it. The only so, that would give it a chance. They published it. They're the only ones willing to publish a Sonic game. Yeah, that wasn't made by Sega. Anyway, so Sega don't make games. <sighs> They made really nice voice in this class. Anyway, so modern Sonic, if you're asking, it's the viewpoint is right behind him, and it's the only way I can describe it. It's, it's linear. You're just it's Temple sp- Run. You're just holding up where you have to move left hold and up, right and hold jump. Up. But then it turns 2D at times as well, and you get your platform. But it's, it's fucking hold dangerous. left. Just don't start this whole left thing when you're a Mario <laughs> fan. Hold left. Have you played a Mario game? Yes. Unfortunately, do a lot more than hold left. Yeah, Mario is first jump. Do you want to talk just about like a Sonic game? Do you want to talk about which game has more mechanics? Mario moved into three dimensions successfully, uh. and he actually produced games that were fun to play. And he has a successful <laughs> racing <laughs> game as well. I'm silent. You can't. fighting games. Game. Yeah, <laughs> and tennis uh, game. I mean, and golf. The game. man has the man has three D successfully. Yes. Have you played Mario Sunshine? And Galaxy? Gobshite! And Galaxy? Galaxy's Gobshite! No, it's not! <laughs> Mario 64 <laughs> is Mario's only good 3D My game. My god, man! I love Sunshine. Sunshine's um, Gob! Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Sun, Other good. Gob! Gal- what? The Galaxy no, games here, no, wait, wait, wait. You went on about <laughs> critically acclaimed <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> Are you, don't you shat on it so I can shat on a good Mario? Critically acclaimed game! Ha! Like all of them, <laughs> I don't th- see the see the mainline Mario games. I don't think there's been a bad one. I just told you two, three. No, you haven't. You the just- best Mario game doesn't star Mario. It's called Luigi's Mansion. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. That's not a Mario game. It is. It's a Luigi game. It's fucking a class Here, game. I've loved all the Mario adjacent games, like you know, Trigger. Wario, Paper Mario, Super Paper Mario, Those? Mario Tennis, See Mario that. Paint, Mario yeah. fucking Party, Mario Tart. 
Kurt Mario, chandelier hanger, Mario. Uh. <laughs> He's just looking at the chandeliers. <laughs> He's just saying things in the room. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited, excited for Sonic coming back. Alright? You can fool all you want. He's the reason I'm a gamer. I, I grew up playing Sonic 2. I wish Sonic 2 is one of the best. I wish him all Sonic CD is still the best. T O O. Alright. Sonic CD is the best. Though. He's so dated though. He's so dated. He is! That, you know what? I think I'm dated. I love Duke Nukem. I love Sonic. I am a product of my time. Quick question. Did you like the new Duke Nukem? Yes! Why? Your point No, you, you, you can't no can longer valid. It's fucking horrible. I, I turned that game off as soon as he was getting a blowjob yes. from two women. What a guy! What a guy! It takes two women to give him a blowjob. Tommy! Right, get, do away with all that bollocks. The, the game controls like absolute shit. It's like they, they got stuck halfway between oh we need to stay like a like a 90 shooter but then we're going to try to be Halo at the same time and achieve fucking neither. You know what it was? It was a company that had a character that had a bunch of people that grew up in their prepubescent stage getting a game that would show them very pixelated boobs thinking oh shit I remember that. That's right. Let's recreate it and put as much fart jokes and sex jokes as we can in the start so that they're hooked well, but then the people that actually grew up thought see that was the thing you said there you just made the point the people that grew up some of us didn't <laughs> <laughs> some of us did not grow up some of us still liked fart and boob jokes that's <laughs> <laughs> not that game uh, I, I, I played Duke Nukem when I was younger and I turned that game off very quickly. Duke Nukem 3D is still... It's still your game. It really is. Do you know, do you know what game that surprisingly get me more interested in the more trailers I see? The new Modern Warfare. Hmm. I think in Friendly Warfare the more, the more actual gameplay trailers I see it actually looks fucking good. Oh, Infinite Warfare. I, I'm actually more leaning towards no playing one, that than I am. No one likes space. Fucking... Apparently, oh. we, we talked about this before, everyone lost their shit. It got all the dislikes, so no one's going to buy it. I right. Um, shall we talk about some Evo stuff then? Very quickly. Very yeah. quickly, because I don't really pay that much attention to it. I just want to point out that... The, the finals. The, yeah, the, the Street, Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 5, Final. the first ever Evo champion of Street Fighter 5 is 31 years of age. This is the big deal. Because of his age. Why? So, fuck all you guys that say you can't play a fighting game over the age of 25. This is the thing. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah I know. Why Scott, is... you're sitting up. You're so angry. <laughs> Why is that a thing? Because your reaction times. In the championships, in proper fighting game championships, if you're over 25, you're over the hill. Now, I get maybe if you're a professional football player and you're reaching your 30s, mid 40s, mm-hmm. you're like, you physically cannot play the game yeah, as well that. as It's down to reaction times. Apparently. But the, the, there's another school of thought which this guy has proven. It's like, it's got fuck all. It's, reaction times isn't everything. That is just through practice and learning. It's all about mind games. It's all about the mental aspect. And that's what he did. And this is what he's, he's achieved. The reason he won and people are claiming this is because he takes Street Fighter Five, and I'm not trying to have a diss of Street Fighter because obviously I'm a big fan of the series, but everyone in Street Fighter has the guts of 12 moves. Roughly. Yeah. 12, 15 moves tops. Let's be generous. Combos, really. And a small handful of combos. And if someone does said move, if you're a professional, so Charlie Nash throws a sonic boom and you're playing Chung Lee, if he throws a sonic boom, you have to do 
this move. Yeah, if you know a game well enough, you'll learn. You have to do this. This guy didn't do this. So what people do is if you're playing Chung, she'll do a move, expect you to do this to counter it so she can counter it, but the guy didn't do that. This guy sort of went, fuck you. I know exactly. I'm doing so. Like, instead of doing, like, Chung Lee throws a wee tiny fireball, you're expected to do a flash kick to get over it and land safely. He went, now fuck you. I'm throwing an AX Sonic Boom through it. And everyone's sort of going, this guy's not playing conventionally. And he won twice because he was in the loser bracket. Good for him, but I know exactly what you're talking about. If you get a game that you're good at and you start to learn your opponents and anyone picks another character, Hmm. you know what to do because you think, right, I know how this character plays, I know how to counter him. Or do you sit down with someone that doesn't play the game and starts button mashing? You're you fucked. can't counter them You're because you have no idea oh, what's going on. Because like you. when we were playing that last time, nobody could predict what was going to happen. Exactly. Like, when, when we play, I counter pick characters to you. I know you're playing a fast character, i got to speed up. You're playing a medium character, I can go slow, I just need to keep the pressure on. Mm. But if I come up against someone that doesn't know how to play the character that maybe mm-hmm. you're playing, it doesn't matter because I don't know what they're going to I do. I honestly believe... Now, for listeners, I have a wee brother, unfortunately, who is nicknamed Legend, who unfortunately lives up to that nickname. <coughs> so he thinks... Oh, the wee fucker does. <laughs> I want to say about the last game of night we were at, one of our mates, one of the best Street Fighter players out there, Afro, Mark, fought Legend at Street Fighter Five, and he was sweating. Because Legend does not play Street Fighter like an, a professional supposed to play it. And of course, obviously, Legend's doing the whole mocking you in your face and he does... He, that technically is mind game. He, he gets you riled, riled up. up to the point where you're thinking, I can't lose this because if I lose this... I'm and Legend's this. laughing at you <laughs> as well. But this is what Mark was saying himself. I didn't know how to counter Legend because I was doing this and I expected this, but he just done this instead. I was like the fuck do I do here and this is what I think is this big deal about this guy that won Evo he didn't play like everyone expected him to play but see I'm happy about that then because I didn't know this, this elitism existed oh, well, younger people especially that think that again well, not I wouldn't really call it elitism it was just like a, a preconceived ah, everyone thought the young like, guy was, it was just thought, like oh it's like you have better reactions when you're younger which is true but that just goes to show that um, it isn't all about reactions. Mm. I didn't really start playing games until I was in my mid to late twenties. Mm. Not games, but fighting games. And you know, when I first started playing fighting games, the thing that got me playing with other people was the adrenaline rush. You just your your heart thumping as you come down to the, like the yep. last two bits of health, and you're like, "Oh crap, I'm going to lose this." But then you know. Well, the final came down to Charlie Nash versus Armika there, and fucking Nash was just playing. Most people, when they're again, I'm a big Street Fighter Five online player, and see the 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 amount of one move over and over and over again. That's why I don't like online. You get uh, people that are just there to get the stat for the win. They're not there to. Unfortunately, play the these are the people who are in Evo. The win is all that matters, but. Mika was obviously she had some nice combos as we've seen she pulled out some incredible combos but Nash was just Nash kind of played the way I would play a fighting game big hits knock you to the floor let you get up again that's the way I I mean I would do it I do that too but that's because I can't juggle (laughs) I physically cannot do it I can do a wee bit but 
Green Lantern on Injustice, I could juggle you a little bit, but yeah. that that's about the extent. Zangief does not juggle in Street Fighter Five. But he Zangief does, does not do, juggle in that, He's a pressure character, though. Mm. It's not a character that you're going to be bouncing up and down, stuck in a corner. It's a character nah. that you're just going to constantly try to avoid, but you mm. can't because he's right there. He's either pulling you in, or you know his one move is taking half your health bar. Yeah, and then the other uh, evil final was. MKX now Sonic Fox have you ever heard that name no he is the five years reigning champion of MKX and this year was no different so you never see that in a street fighter back to back this guy <laughs> is a killing machine and he's a, he's a really nice guy as well he, he loves chatting to people and all and he'll always give people pointers and all but he is Injustice and MKX killing machine and he always plays unusual characters, and he won this year with Devora. No, I can see that happening. I've played Devora. She's a very intuitive character to pick up. I can't use her. I'm not gonna you lie. You played Devora, Cole. Yeah, I'm shite with Devora. I can't handle her. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Playing here. through story mode on MKX, I found her one of the most enjoyable characters to pick up. Mm. Uh, I picked up uh, Kenshi. He's the guy I kind of stuck with. But um, I really, I really wanted to play Goro. And I got a few good combos in there, but he just... I actually enjoy Goro. I didn't... I didn't feel comfortable. Mm. So... But it was uh, Devora versus Cassie Cage for the final, and this is the big difference I find. If you're listening, seriously, check out Evo's final between Street Fighter V and MKX. Street Fighter V is very... tactical. First you know, one to step up, loses. Yeah, pretty much. The way I see MKX, it was like a pinball <laughs> machine. It's just two bang, 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 and it's just bouncy, bouncy. It's fucking incredible to watch. There's none of this squash match, and there's none of this sort of, oh, this guy was destined to win from the start. It is nail-biting every time with MK. That's fucking fantastic. And then the other big final was, this was like the fucking dream. I honestly believe this was kind of rigged. Tekken 7 was Hihachi versus Akuma in the final. <laughs> the two big title characters from the game and Hihachi won it which I have to admit I was sort of going yes DC because it's a Tekken game and Hihachi has to win in a Tekken game but thanks the, <laughs> it probably was a wee bit I'm not going to lie but the fucking fight was incredible and again see a championship Tekken fight it is fantastic to watch it is just two guys beating the Christ out of each other Tekken is not a game I've ever been able, been able to advance in it's too I mean it was good with Steve Fox I got a few good combos down with Steve His little foot stomp with mm. the uppercut afterwards and, and the, uh, what do you call it? The, the dodge. Snake. Yeah, yeah. He kind of, I got that going. But there's too much. Nah, there's not really too much to, to, to learn. It's like, you learn one character, but there's so many moves there. Well, Tekken character. Tekken's too much to learn. Try fucking Blaze Blue or fucking. Oh, I thought you were going to say Virtua Fighter, then I was going to laugh at you. But no, at those, you brought one of those to our game of nights. Try figuring out what these 30 different meters are. <laughs> Each character, I swear to fuck, I had no idea what was going on. I mean, see the guys Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear, you brought. We're, we're talking about not knowing how to count or something because you don't know how someone's playing the game. But these games, it's like impossible to know what's coming. Do you remember? Jojo <coughs> Oh yeah with Jojo's the Bizarre Adventures All-Star Super Battle Royale Super Fight or something I'd never played it in my life What? 
Your character rode a horse? Yes. <laughs> and if he got knocked off the horse, he was a cripple. <laughs> but Niall brought that game, and he had been practicing. I'd never played it in my life. I figured out two combos or two moves with this guy, but, and I won. But do you remember one of the moves where he, like, he threw the spiky balls into yeah, the eyeballs? Yeah, the eyeballs. That was amazing. I did that, like, four times <laughs> in that match. So good. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that was evil. And if you're not into the fighting games, I'm sorry to waste your last 20 minutes. <laughs> Another big deal about Evo is the fact that it was uh, broadcast live. Well, the finals for Street Fighter V mm. were broadcast live on ESPN2. On actual TV. And did you know that Sky actually now has an esports channel? That is actually quite a good development. Cause is it all just going to be Dota? No, no, League of Legends. It, well, there is a lot of it based on those, but they do fighting games and in, talking COD and Overwatch. In, any given sport, Overwatch is, uh, is just going to get dominated by the Koreans. Overwatch actually had a big tournament there for three hundred grand of the winner recently. It's actually having a problem. They reckon like it's all there and ready to rock, but there's not enough professional players yet. It's said early, not many people have dedicated themselves to the game. So when they're doing tournaments. The friends hardly actually get people to follow. There you go, boys. Through. We're a team. We can dominate now. We can do it, boys. Come on. Not a hope in hell. <laughs> I'd say if we all sat down in competitive play, we'd have a fair chance. Uh, but then again, we'd come up against teams in the same situation where there are people actually uh, we'd, playing. We'd probably scrape uh, it like. We think it wouldn't be fun. It would be Operation False Hope. For false Hope. <laughs> that was the best there, all right? Operation False Hope. Oh, you mind that? I forgot about that. That was fucking brilliant. <laughs> so, if you're an Overwatch fan, let me lay this down. I'm sorry, we're going to bore you if you're not an Overwatch fan for the next two minutes. Imagine this. You're playing the wee Mexican map and the fucking payload is barreled through our team and we are in trouble. We all started as Torborn and we called it ZZ Top. So, we're not on the Torborn and we're getting smashed. The fuck a payload runs through the map, and you've got that final ten meters, shall we say? Oh, we yeah, just, it, it it was we, where we, it comes around the corner, yeah. and it's coming up in that ten meters circle area. We did very briefly try Team Munson as well. Oh yeah, we tried Planet of the Apes, and it failed. And they were all right. Let's all be your mains. And I stuck the torpor. But ten meters to go, seven minutes in the game, and we fucking held off. And that's when we decided, yep, we were just giving them false hope. <laughs> it was fucking fun as hell so much so we went out to the bar and celebrated that night <laughs> and hats off to the Joseph's hats off to the they, Joseph's they, they, they stuck to our, to our team they joined in they joined oh in. that's right because we weren't a full team were we? no it was yeah. only the three of us I wasn't there oh was Eugene in it as well Eugene was there as well uh, I think so Eugene actually came out to the pub that night as well it's a rare yeah, thing these days <laughs> That was good. That was good. You didn't get the sword touch on here. Oh, you <laughs> no, he came out last night for one Santa Claus. Ah, fair news. So, uh, we've no Ricky this week for Ricky's wrestling roundup. I don't. Um, he says he's going to send me something with the roundup, which you will hear if he send it right now. Cool. Or maybe he didn't. Oh. Um, <laughs> would you just? That was really silly. <laughs> I'm not going to take it out I'm just going to leave it in there yeah, so that's a good point the Although, can I just very quickly mention something that's in, in honour of the wrestling round it's going to be you watched it oh the final deletion God. watch it <laughs> Matt versus Jeff Hardy in their backyards it's so, a dilapidated boot it's the funniest fucking thing you ever <laughs> Matt Hardy is the funniest man on TV right now you take all your stand-up comedians, all your stand fucking funny actors, mix them together. They're no match for Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy is the funniest man on earth right now. He's the <laughs> best thing in wrestling. Pretty funny, like 
<laughs> no, no, you think that's funny? You want to want to see? You want to see what he did on the latest episode of TNA? I near died laughing. Right, do you remember the wee drone he had? Yes, Vanguard one. So there's this thing they're doing. It's like a knockout tournament, and Matt Hardy's in it, and he won his first match, and his next match is EC three, and he's walking backstage. He's like, "Oh yes." Now Matt Hardy has got this accent that he can't make up his mind what it is. By the it's way, it's like German, British, Mexican, Transylvanian, Transylvanian Nick, Nicholas Cage, right. Nicholas Cage. He is very Nicholas. He can't make up his mind what this accent is, right? But Jeff Hardy is now his obsolete mule because he beat him and he won the rights to the Hardy name, right? Right. So he's walking backstage. He's like, "Oh yes, my dear's got brighter. Here is my best friend, Find God One. Who is my next opponent?" And it shows EC3. And he's like, "Ah oh, yes, Ethan Carter the Third. What are the keys to victory?" And next thing, this holographic image comes up and shows him all of EC3's weaknesses. And he grabs the camera. And he's like, "No, you cannot see this. I must only know this." Vanguard One, delete this footage, and the screen is all. And you're like, they didn't delete the footage because <laughs> it was still amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. He's the funniest fucker out there, Matt Hardy. Just YouTube this shit. There know. you go. That's not really a wrestling match per se. <laughs> anyway, Matt Hardy is the wrestling roundup. So, right. Well, speaking of rounding up, we're gonna round up. Oh, okay. Unless we have any any other business. I do, actually. Oh yes, Stu <laughs> had a surprise, yeah. which we don't know about. So. We Put it away! <laughs> Very good. We don't get many, many people writing in anymore, I've noticed. So I am putting out a challenge to the listeners. Um, I'm going to hold the competition. Now, anyone here obviously can't enter because you'll know the answer to this question. And I, I can't have you winning this prize. It's an essay question? No, no. What's the prize? I'll tell you one, Ed. <laughs> so, I own a collector's edition of Resident Evil 4. And I am putting it on the line to anyone that can tell me this September how many copies of Resident Evil 4 I will own. This was mentioned in a previous podcast. (laughs) Come this September, how many copies will I own? And if you email the correct answer with your name and address, I will send you my chainsaw controller for the PS2 and my collector's edition of Resident Evil 4 one guess per person oh yeah obviously <laughs> thank you one guess per person otherwise just email one two <laughs> so there you go folks but I'm sorry guys anyone that's that's like my buddy you just can't enter it has to be for listeners only by the way I should tell you that like there was like only a couple of hundred of the Chainsaw controllers owned. That's a big risk. I've seen it. It's actually quite a nice controller. It is. It is. And probably could never use it practically. (laughs) No, you can't. You can't. But it's just gorgeous to look at. But it is very cool. If you're listening and you're thinking to yourself, "Fuck, I remember that podcast when they mentioned that." Or if you go back and re-listen and then get the answer. What way are we going to do this if there's multiple right answers? First in, first served. Really? Yeah. Okay. First come, first serve. Go! Also, you should ask us questions for next Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And ask us anything you want to hear as well. Fire question. Something stupid. Because the last question we got involved Seth Rogen, and we haven't heard anything since. I didn't got We it. all know how that turned out. Oh, that was so good. That was pretty funny. That was pretty goddamn funny. But, yeah, so there you go, folks. I am willing to give away 
collector's edition of Resi like and anyone that knows me knows how much I fucking love Resi 4 and your collector's edition of anything and my collector's <laughs> edition of anything in fact that is the very first collector's edition I ever bought of any game so there you go this is how much this means to me so that email address is evilgstudios at gmail.com mm-hmm. um, so questions or that answer through to there um, we're also are we using the Twitter it's, I haven't been on Twitter in a while who's modern on Twitter Lee I think it was Lee so that's probably no one then shit I'm on the MyFace <laughs> I used to monitor the Twitter when we had access in it and work but they took Twitter access away in our work uh, okay so what's our MySpace our face <laughs> my, my face what's our Bebo our, our bleed lab uh, our MyFace is Facebook at Evil G no Facebook forward slash Evil G Studios um, yeah, you can send your answer to there in a PM as well if you want if you can't email PM us on the Facebook page and, and if you can't it. email reevaluate your life yeah actually what the fuck <laughs> why can't at you this email point, yeah. I will give you my mobile number and you can text the answer but no I'm not going to do that because I don't want to be pissed or be dick pics <laughs> I would get dick pics let's be honest please do not I have a sexy deep Seven. voice I would get dick pics yeah don't don't email those either oh shit no I don't want your answer See, dicks I, either. I, was, I don't want dicks <laughs> as the number of evil next or resi copies next week's question we we the early spoiler how many dick pics dick pics did Sue get sent last week <laughs> <laughs> we keep saying week on these podcasts have you what? noticed that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just be, be aware that uh, any any pictures of generals you do send will be sent out with your name to the a, a wider audience. <laughs> we'll find your mother and we'll send them to them. <laughs> She'll be very disappointed. Or we'll just send them to my mom so you can laugh at them. <laughs> we'll just send She'll you just look at them and go, non-Tekken player, non-Tekken player. We'll just send you a picture of a pretty old dick that's better than yours. Mm. <laughs> you can be really jealous. Yeah. Okay, so... One last thing, we need something to play us out. Oh, of course. So, Scott, you haven't done this yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, if anyone plays their free PlayStation games uh, monthly, there was a game released last month, I believe, called Fury. The song is uh, from Fury, and... Let's give a background, better background what Fury <laughs> is. Go <laughs> Oh my god, Fury's this is a your badass <laughs> game, which was made from, if you've ever watched or played Afro Samurai. The so, yeah, it's from the, the creator of Afro Samurai, whose name. I don't know, it escapes me, excuse unfortunately. You. Sorry, I'm looking it up. But Afro Samurai, if you've ever watched it, is absolutely fantastic. It is. Both seasons. Well, there was season one and then there was the film. Did you ever watch the film? Called Resurrection? Um, yes, I think it is. Fantastic. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Ninja Ninja and Afro Samurai is absolutely fantastic. The game got a bit of slack, but I enjoyed it. And I've been told that... The, now, the first game was okay. Oh, oh, aye, that second game I don't even count. <laughs> the first game was okay. I enjoyed it. Now, you're saying Fury is from the maker of Afro. Do you mean the game or the series? Uh, no, it's the catch of... Uh, Okazaki. So the actual... So the actual creator, the, the guy actual that creator. created it. The guys then that make Fury, have they anything to do with the Afro game? No. Right, okay. Nothing at all. So just... So you can tell by playing it, like, the main character does have a... 
he looks a wee bit like Afro with the hair of, and, and he has a guy falling around with a big teddy bear on his head except, oh. except it's a rabbit this time right. so, so there, you, you can see the similarities <laughs> it's basically a boss rush game it's all boss fights it is hard as fuck I must get it is so it. hard uh, but in a really good way where it's you know you learn as you go incredibly, and just get incredibly addictive to play as well satisfying to play oh yes so much so the it's soundtrack a, is Events. No, What's I mean you're track? really you're really in it from the start. I mean the very start is just oh once you pick it up you're just gonna keep going and going and, and going. It's got this great uh, cyberpunk aesthetic to it, which I love because I love cyberpunk and the the soundtrack sort of matches that with the same sort of real driving electronic sort of well you you were very nice to introduce me to the soundtrack when, when before we arrived before the podcast and I instantly recognised a few of the names on it and that was it the moment I seen that name Mr. Carpenter Brute who is a big fan I'm a big fan of if you've ever played Hotline Miami I have to play Fury now I have to get into this so what track well anyway uh, we are listening to 6.24 by Danger it's got so that's track 2 on the album the album is on Spotify if you want to look oh, that fuck up yeah. Are we allowed to uh, say that name? I who cares? Okay. <laughs> Enjoy. Right, we'll see you next time, guys. Enjoy this music. Bye.